0: It's showtime. Showtime.
1: Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sun the Smoke Scarcast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Ridge.
2: Bringing the ball.
1: How's it going? Good. Just, just <laughs> bringing some bowl. Bringing some.
2: <laughs> the cow.
1: What's, uh, you're outside. What's the weather like up there?
2: It was 70 today. We're down to 50 something now.
1: Yeah, that's too cold.
2: Oh, it's, I'm out here in a sweatshirt, chilling. This is great.
0: Very nice. Let's, Let's dive in. Do that time. What do we got? For topics?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, with that solid transition, Mo wanted to talk about transitions.
1: No. Let's do it.
0: Um, wait, which, which one?
1: The cigars?
0: Transitions. Oh, oh okay. Uh... So, before we started today's podcast, Kyle was talking, and Drew and I were talking about, well, like, cigars that could be linear but still awesome. And so, like, this is something that I've realized over time, and it's kind of like, and I think we've talked about it a little bit on the show, on the podcast, I think a lot of times people's idea of a really good cigar is influenced by what reviewers look for in a cigar, right? When people review a cigar, it's a lot of times different than how people enjoy cigars. Um if, you, if you've ever watched a cooking show, for example, and we've talked about, we've used this analogy, the judges on a cooking show, like Chopped or Guy's Grocery Games or something like that, they're looking at the dish completely different than we would, right? Like we look at like a burger and we're like, that would be awesome. And they're sitting here nitpicking technicalities out of like, oh, it, it lacked a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Like Like us as consumers would give a fuck if it was good, right? You guys yeah. kind of following. Yeah, yeah. Well, the so, setting too. I would I would
2: add to that. The setting matters yeah. even beyond that. Right? Hmm. Sure. Yeah. So so there's there's a lot that goes into it. not not just that they're looking for different things, but when you sit down and you're smoking something to try to pinpoint every flavor and focus on it. Right. That's a lot different from from sitting down with your friends and shooting the shit and smoking a cigar.
0: Hundred percent. So there's a lot
2: of differences, like a lot.
0: Yes. Okay. So we've established that. So. I think a lot of people get caught up on this idea that cigars should have all these transitions and all of whatever. I will take a cigar that has a great flavor profile throughout the cigar than one that transitions a bunch of different ways. And the, the reason Like, because sometimes a cigar could be really good, then transition to something really not good, Um, or vice versa, okay? Um, But a consistent, really good flavor, to me, works better. And if you would have asked me when I started patina, I probably would have not said that. But if you're looking at all of the cigars that become all-time greats, they are cigars that have complexity in the flavor, But they don't like transition a ton. I don't, you know, whether it's Byron, whether it's Opus X, whether it's um, Padrones, they don't transition. They're just great cigars all the way through. And I think that people just get too caught up on this notion like a cigar should transition. And in all fairness, it's mostly like deep, deep cigar nerds. Yeah, most people, I would
2: say, after the first inch, they'll tell you if they like the cigar or not full stop, right. Right?
0: right? Whether
2: it changes or not. Yeah. I agree, mostly. I think the one place I'd disagree is if it can manage to do all the transitions
0: well, i Sure. Yes, I get that. And I, I, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I, that's a really good point. But but the cigars that, I mean, the cigars that I like most, besides my own, don't really have crazy transitions. They're just good throughout. Like, I smoked that Opus the other day that I showed you guys that picture of. I mean, I think did a fucking transition, but it was delicious. Yeah, that I'm was sure probably I'm one of the best Opuses I've had in my entire life. How old was it? I don't know. I have no idea. A- at least five years. But I don't know.
2: Gets you to a good spot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Drew, where are you at on transitions versus happy flavor?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: You're like, I don't <laughs> fucking care. If it's good, it's good.
1: Well if it's good, <laughs> fuck it. Don't transition.
0: Yeah, right.
1: But if it's shit, transition to something that's good at least.
0: Yeah. But there's a lot of cigars these days, man, that really front load and then once you get past that first third, they're pretty you've pretty much experienced the best part of the cigar.
2: Yeah. that's definitely true if I were trying to sell cigars I'd probably do the same thing
0: it works those guys sell a lot of cigars
2: people have judged it by the time they're first through that first third at least most people have not everybody so then they buy more
0: yeah Mm -hmm. just assume their palate
2: is shot or something or they're having Mm -hmm. a pairing and they're like oh that must have fucked it up or Right. Tasting my bourbon now, whatever, right.
0: Yep. It's interesting man, cigar consumption like I even now, like when we, when I first was doing working on blends and stuff like that, I used to retrohale and and want to make sure that it had you know like a great retrohale and stuff, but as Time has gone on. I've realized that there's not a lot of people or outside of like cigar people, there's not a lot of people that retrohale. So I'll smoke the cigar different now. If I'm working on a blend, I won't retrohale. I'll just puff, you know, whatever, because that's how most people are going to smoke it. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then when I'm testing a blend now too, I'll drive and smoke it. I'll sit whatever and I'll test it in real life conditions. Nice. Cause it gives me a better idea of what it's going to smoke like given different scenarios, uh, rather than just sitting in a factory and saying, yeah, this is going to be great. Yep. You know, it's
2: legit. Should we dive into some of this other shit? Yeah, man. We
0: got a lot of questions. Do it. Well,
2: let's start with this G Fizzle guy.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what an accomplishment. Uh, I mean, well-deserved. The guy bust his ass. I mean, just uh, incredible. Kyle, if you want to share with everybody. Uh, it looks like he did a bench press at
2: 424 pounds. For a, a record in his first competition. Yeah. Yes, for his age group. Yep. Oh, fantastic. You guys know more about that than I do by a lot, but that's a lot of fucking weight.
0: For any age, the, uh, let alone a guy who's over 50 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing pretty good over 400 at any age. So
2: congratulations to Mr. Fizzle.
1: I've been, yep, I've been I've been following him. him, waiting for this competition to come up. Did you see what his uh pre competition smoke was? Oh yeah. Little that, patina. That was even better That's than cool. the than the bench.
0: Yeah, juice him up <laughs> a little bit. I'm gonna start I'm gonna I'm gonna start smoking patina before the gym now too. Mm-hmm. Well, Forward uh, during and after. Patina comes out with its first infused cigar, Diana Ball. Diana <laughs> Ball infused.
1: Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate protein.
0: So, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. I bet you could
2: yeah. sell it in one of those protein containers. Mm, oh, yeah. Like a jar,
1: like a yeah.
0: jar, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if that would work. Of course it would. No, I mean, not selling it, but I mean, I wonder if you could infuse a cigar with protein powder. Oh. I don't know. Sprinkle it on there. We
1: can find out.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Uh, If somebody wants to experiment and tell us how it was, please do.
0: Yeah. Um, Put fizzle... Congratulations, man! We're all proud of you. That's a Hell great yeah. accomplishment. Fuck yeah! And all the right, thing with get... the thing with I will say the thing with Sam is, you don't realize how big he is in, until you're actually like standing next to him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you saying he's a grower. He, yeah yeah he's a grower but no he's just a lot bigger in person than he seems sometimes like his pictures and stuff like that he's actually bigger than that in person i don't explaining explain it but cool it's an amazing accomplishment
2: hell yeah hell yeah all right let's dive into some other stuff um we have questions from NC six seven eight nine and questions from Yogi and a question from my cigar pack, and that's going to round out the whole episode because there's a lot. So let's get going. All right, all right. NC six seven eight nine. Let's do his first. Uh, mm-hmm. Says thoughts on bundle cigars: just for moochers and non-smokers, or worth smoking yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think we talked about this. Uh, what do you? It's weird that the guy that comes up with the best questions doesn't listen when we answer them.
2: That's how he comes up with questions again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I
2: don't know what the fuck you talked about, but here's what I want to hear.
0: I cannot think of any bundle-only cigar. And then, okay, so you have to... These days, because of box shortages and stuff like that, there's some really good cigars that are coming out in bundles. That's what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> so I, I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, under normal circumstances versus today's circumstance. Let's say bundled
2: cigars that come in at like under three or four bucks of smoke. How about that? Oh, yeah. I'm not touching this shit. Because <laughs> I think that's what he actually <laughs> means, right? He doesn't mean cigars yeah. that come in a bundle.
0: Yeah. I mean, life's too short. I'd rather smoke less. If you find one that you like, though, fucking A. Well,
2: yeah, you've hit the jackpot. Absolutely. And then tell the
0: rest of us so that we can have it, too. Right. But I'll never smoke just to smoke. I won't. You know?
1: I will, but it's going to be something good.
0: (laughs) Right, right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I won't smoke anything yeah. just to smoke. No. Yeah.
2: There's a quality bar. You have to be above that bar.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, I'm actually smoking pretty cheap right now, but it's something that I wanted to try, and, and I'm enjoying plenty fine, right?
0: So it's okay. What is it? I'm
2: smoking a, one of the new Big Payback Connecticut's. Okay. Because... That, Matt Booth has been doing good things, right? So, yeah. so I was trying it out, right? And it it goes back to that setting thing. And that's why it came to my mind so easy earlier that the setting matters so much, right? I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not paying full attention to a cigar while I'm talking to you guys on a podcast. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to pull out a thirty dollars cigar. Yeah. But it's perfectly good for smoking this, and this is doing the job. So I got no beef.
0: No. <laughs> well, uh, you always have beef, your cow. that's right uh what what vitola is that that Uh, it's probably robusto oh okay now because when you say big payback i'm imagining seven by seven
2: no 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 no. that's hilarious though i love that he did that so
0: long ago do you know how much
2: stupid cigars
0: do you know how much we used to sell those things bro Really? I mean, people would buy them just by, like, the handfuls. It's like
2: three cigars, though. Wow.
0: No, no, what I mean by hand, okay, first of all, they used to come in a ridiculous count box, I don't remember. So nobody bought them by the box. But they would buy, like, five or six at a time and then come back two days later and do the same thing.
2: There's a lot of smoking time in that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a gimmick, though, doesn't it? You're like, ha, 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 I'm making an eight by eighty, it's a dick. And then they're like, no, nah, I'm smoking it.
0: <laughs> but it was it was always the same type of dude that would buy that cigar. You know? Hmm. Oh my. Interesting.
2: Hmm. Cool. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, life's too cheap for bundle cigars. Agreed. Um his next question. Have you ever tricked a friend into smoking something you said it was, but it wasn't to see their honest opinion? His example, an unbanded bundle cigar saying it was like a Cajiba Robusto. Uh,
0: we did that to a customer one time. Uh, did you make we him pay to... for it? Uh, no.
2: Because
0: that'd be awesome. You're like, here's your
2: Byron, sir. Thank you.
0: No, so he... Um... There was some new stuff that was coming out from Davidoff, and he's like, "No, I only smoke Millennium Blend." And so we took the band off a of Millennium Blend, and said, "Here, just try this." And then he was like, "I don't like it."
1: Oh, <laughs> nice.
2: Did he come back though? That that feels like the kind of thing where he ain't coming back. Oh hell
0: yeah, yeah. No, he's a good customer. I mean, he's you know, a regular. Yeah. But it was just to prove a point, man, because part of being, part of the fun of managing a cigar shop was developing people's palates, was watching their palates expand, watching them try new stuff, enjoy new stuff, adding things to their rotation. That was the joy of it. Somebody comes in and says, this is all I smoke. That was a challenge to me.
1: Did he change up his smoking after that?
0: No. (laughs) Some of these guys, man, they just get so, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care how good a cigar is. I can't smoke. I mean, every fucking day, now.
2: <laughs> so. Well, there you go. Know. Drew, have you ever tricked what? anybody?
1: No, but after you mentioned this comment, it would be fun to. <laughs>
2: it is NC what do you like to smoke
1: but I I think I would do it uh, I don't know in in a good way a po- positive way like something I don't know I guess similar to what Mo did but not as like a bad joke I guess is what I'm trying to say I wouldn't give him some bundle cigar and some $3 cigar and be like, Hey,
0: here's an Opus. <laughs> took, yeah. Took, took the band off of it. Well, in this case, we gave the guy what he always smokes and he couldn't even fucking recognize it without a band on. Yeah. That's the crazy thing.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: How much was he paying for each one of those cigars? Uh, I don't remember. Not cheap though. It was like six years ago. Uh, no, hell no. Millennium blends are expensive. Yeah. So he
2: wasn't like, oh, I could probably pay less money and find something else good. Right. Because that would have been a nice outcome.
0: Well, not necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you. Yeah, no, not for the stock. So, yeah. Fair enough. No, but my point was is you learn that and I don't know why I never took these lessons with me to when I first started Patino, but most people don't really know <laughs> they're smoking. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Have we talked about this on the show before? Where it's, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons that some of these, some of these new kind of gimmicky things are working. Yeah, for sure. Because right? it's yeah. marketing, and people like marketing, and they feel like they're mm-hmm. getting something rare or hard to find or part of a group or whatever, right? And yeah. It doesn't matter if the cigar is good. It never mattered if the cigar was good. No. There's a threshold you have to hit, and after that, it's a sales game and a marketing game and not at all a tobacco game.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all about how somebody feels smoking your cigar. Yep. Yep.
2: And there are people who care about the quality. Don't get me wrong. They absolutely
0: exist.
2: They're just not a real market. Yeah, no.
0: They're not. People want to complain about, about, oh, everything's limited edition. Everything's this. Everything's that. Well, people are rewarding that. So people are going to keep doing it. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, NC's next question is really good. What's the hard release date on Patina Sumatra?
0: Uh, no hard release date yet. Drew, can but. you make one up?
1: What's What's a rough release date?
0: Uh my best guess is sometime in May.
1: So this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Moto Goosey. Hang on. He loves to give me shit, but uh when do you normally no, release
1: mean, cigars? Like a Friday or a Tuesday? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the thing is, man, is it's it's waiting on bands and boxes. That stuff is so behind. Oh yeah.
1: Let's do uh May seventeenth. Right. Sounds
2: good. There it is, May 17th is the date There you go, you heard it here first You'll
0: also hear it here first When that's not the date um, That'd be awesome if it was Because I think that was literally the first day On the road when I started
1: Nice
0: That'd be good <laughs> That'd be awesome so.
2: But NC, the actual answer Is uh, he doesn't know So you're going to have to like it rough <laughs> all right now now for probably the worst question of the show we're just going to read this as written if yogi and nixtagram both needed circumcisions who on sos would perform the procedures laughing emoji laughing emoji oh drew 100
0: yeah just with steel tip boots Stop that foreskin right off
1: So (laughs) Uh, I read this question earlier And was trying to decide And um, I decided on me as well
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why did you decide on you?
1: i um i i don't know it sounds like a a weirdly odd thing that i would uh be the one to have to do
0: <laughs> well, if, you you have like if the three of us, training though, yeah don't
1: you? i do have that's what mm-hmm. that's what it comes to if me you and and mo are standing around and and there's a fight, we're letting cow take it if there's a circumcision yeah. I'll take it. If there's a, right. Whatever Mo does, he's taking it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a solid Not financial much. opportunity.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 The the guy that started a cigar company. No, I wouldn't take financial advice from you. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, Mo, what's the right stock? We're all going to short it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: all right. Well, there you go. It's going to be Drew. Drew, do you keep the tip?
1: I wouldn't want to. I, no. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. I would just be the one to do it.
2: So if, it, if you wouldn't want to, would you like close your eyes and turn your
1: head? Uh No, here's what I say. So if I have to do both of them, the second one's probably better than the first one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Get your practice on the first <laughs> one. <laughs>
2: It's like making a pancake.
1: Yeah, the first one's going to be a little crude. <laughs> It'll be done. <laughs> yeah.
2: First one comes out a little rubbery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, fight to be second, I guess. Now, okay. now NC did have a follow-up question did uh, to Yeah, and I forgot to forward it to you guys. His last question was Why am I just a piece of meat since all of us had said, uh, you know, that he would be the one that we would fornicate with out of that Mary fornicate kill?
2: Well, look at it this way. You wouldn't be dead and you wouldn't be stuck with any of us. Mm. I think you get the best end of this deal.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, look—you know—it was only five years ago where he was basically like a, you know, a, a stuntman for Jersey Shore. I mean, you—you've seen his Throwback Thursday stuff, right? Like, you don't marry somebody like that. <laughs> is, that is that why? <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I mean he, he's the wild one. You just you yeah, just yeah. Uh, get it on.
2: Yeah. Sorry, sir. We we all refuse to bring you home to mama. Yeah, I mean sorry, Nick. Okay, let's see what else we got. Uh, we got some Yogi questions. Um, yeah, you know, there's actually only really had one question. How did you start smoking cigars? Follow on. What was your first cigar and do, or would you still smoke it today?
0: First cigar, anybody?
1: I don't remember, well, my but first, something terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first, actually, I mean, if you want to count it, a cigar was uh, a Black and mile or a Swisher. My first premium was a uh, Fuente Chateau. This fancy fucker. <laughs> yeah, it was six bucks, bro. <laughs> I think you had us back then. BBB. I mean, two thousand one. Yeah, it was like six or seven bucks. It was double Chateau, natural. Nice. Yeah. How old were you on the
2: on that Swisher?
0: eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and would I still smoke it to, or do I still so no I don't smoke those anymore they're not bad cigars just a lot better stuff out there now
1: there you go true uh i don't know what my first cigar necessarily was it was something like uh it had to have been like uh, I don't know. This is what two two thousand ninety nine two thousand somewhere in there, and it would have been like something the shop had a shit ton of like a uh, one of those m- big big brands, uh, a Hoyo or a Romeo or a, probably even a Monty could have been
0: <laughs>
1: something like that. They were ter- were you with people they were terrible. Uh, no, no. I went in the shop and they just recommended some stuff, and uh, I probably had one of each of those that I named. Um, the, the first one I can actually remember liking was uh, Daniel Marshall, the old black labels. <laughs> So you probably still smoke that Daniel
2: Marshall, but not the others.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've had any of the others since. (laughs) It's legit. What about you, Kyle? Uh,
2: I don't know what my first one was. It was from a friend who actually, he smoked really good cigars, the guy who got me into cigars. So it was probably something really good. Um, But I don't know what it was. Um... I remember it was very peppery and spicy for me at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was all good. And then I moved on to a lot of uh, CI sampler stuff for quite a while.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember you mentioned that.
2: I enjoyed it at the time, right? It was Mm -hmm. was perfectly fine. Um, And then I smoked an Ashton VSG, and that sort of changed the game for me.
1: Nice.
2: That That was, like, top of the fucking world right then at the time.
1: Oh, yeah. It was real good. When I would smoke it again. When was that? Rough. Oh, it had to be 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Yeah, they were just they were huge before that, but you could never find them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then
2: you did find them, and it was almost like an opus thing, right?
0: Yes, it was.
2: Not to the same level, but but still
0: a big deal. So so when I got back, really into cigars, which is when I moved into moved to Tulsa you know what two cigars I fucking loved was uh that LFD oral the Maduro that Drew and I Mm talked about and you're never gonna believe this second one but I just remembered it when we were talking about it like stuff you don't smoke anymore but the Monte Cristo Reserva Negra oh yeah Mm -hmm. loved that cigar Yes, haven't had one in literally, whatever, 10 years, but I remember really liking that cigar. Curious to see if I'd like it now.
1: You need to find you one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah, for sure. The
2: problem with some of this stuff, too, is that it it changed over time,
0: right? Mm -hmm. So I used
2: to smoke a ton of CAO, Mm -hmm. but then the CAO has changed a lot.
0: Oh, big time. Like, yeah. I
2: used to be able to smoke that and be very happy with it. And now if I smoke it, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. And it's not because I've changed. Some of it is, but a lot of it's because they changed.
0: Yes, they have. That is a fact. Not an opinion. So.
2: So that's kind of sad. All right. So there you have it. I hope that's useful about her first cigars.
1: I'll do. And a, I guess I. I I'll oh, do a I, post this week. You guys post. Uh, post yours. Your first cigar. On our post. That's a good
2: idea. Hmm. I probably also did smoke a Swisher Sweet or two before then. Oh yeah. I probably I made definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody
1: has. I think I had a backwoods. Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Those have some wild flavors compared to the swishers.
1: Uh, are they? Do they have flavors?
2: Yeah, you can get flavored ones. Oh, you do not get just, a flavored one. You said it backwards.
1: I just had—I don't know—original, <clears throat> I guess. <laughs> it might have been <laughs> before flavors.
0: Yeah. I don't remember them having all those wild flavors back then. Oh, okay. Is that a recent thing? This would
1: have been like—I think so—late '90s.
0: Yeah, dude, you're talking. Yeah, early 2000s. I mean, I don't remember all those crazy flavors. Fair enough. I bet not. Um, do you guys remember Dutch Masters? Yeah. 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 Crazy. <laughs> I remember, man, I, one time I saw this guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I really like to smoke cigars. And I'm like, oh, you know, what do you smoke? And he's like, AC Grenadiers. And I had no idea what those were, but those are, like, machine-made, they sell them at gas stations.
2: It's a lot of those sold, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, We have one one more question here today from our friends at My Cigar Pack. Uh, He writes... How would you guys brand a cow-themed cigar? Asking for a friend.
0: Any ideas? Hmm. I mean, I if it's cow-themed for you, which is what I'm assuming, first of all, it'd have to be a bull. You know?
2: There's already a bull cigar out there,
0: yeah but but you're you know uh, oh you know, maybe like a cow with a set of glasses and you know big donger you know, there's one there's already a cigar in that too, yeah, well the, he he helped make that though
1: so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think donger is, is still open,
1: yeah.
0: I I wonder if you just put the
2: band way at the top and made it look like, you know, the cigar was the dick.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I I don't know, man. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like you have to go black and white. Yeah. The color thing. Like a splotched wrapper.
1: Who can you do? Yeah. Different. Yeah. Like a, uh, That wouldn't be a barber barber pole, but yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's like cow football. cow spots.
1: Cow spots. Maybe you could do a cheap barber pole instead of spots, depending on how much spots it's yeah. going to cost you.
2: I mean, it's not a tiger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have stripes. It's got spots.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
2: right, I got a, I got a few ideas. All right, start start running them by you, right? So one of them, I think, is the the spotted wrapper,
0: right, with the cow mm-hmm. print,
2: because that's just mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yep, nothing out there like that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your rollers, like your people, don't have to be that, that good to do a cow print. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not it's not art. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So I, that's one. Uh, they have the the tiger, right? They have a tiger cigar. Yeah. So they already have, like, a striped thing. So you could do, like, a stripes and spots collection, right? Mm -hmm. And fancy it up a little bit. Uh And really fit it in there with a a nice collection feel to it, right? And add some Uh other animals in there with stripes and spots and and really get it going, Mm -hmm. right? Or, like, even a whole camouflaged animals theme or something, right? Something. Um, A little zebra action, all kinds of shit. Um. I feel like the zebra is kind of the mix between the tiger and the cow, in terms of the the black mm-hmm. and whiteness. Sure. Right. Okay. You could do stuff like a a mad cow, right? Mm-hmm. Play off the disease. Okay. Right, but it's an angry cow in the band, which would be kind of mm-hmm. cool. You could do a, a full line of like cow emotions. So you got the mad cow, you got the sad cow, you got the silly mm-hmm. cow, right? Mm-hmm. Full line of cows. Uh, I feel like this is endless, right? You could just keep going. Um, the other thing I, I think you could do is you could do cow-themed puns on the inside, like dad jokes, like laffy taffy style, right? Right? Like, I hope the cigar was utterly delicious, right? <laughs> <laughs> just laffy taffy that shit up, um, and and I can't give out more of those because that that would be the whole the whole thing, right? But there's a lot of them, right? The branding sells itself, right? Have you heard of this, right? Like, there's there's a lot here. There's a lot you can play with. Um, let's not let's not pretend that, that this is a, a difficult concept to sell. It's a, it's an under tapped market. Uh, not a single cow cigar on the market right now. Plus, think about it this way: but when somebody would walk into your cigar shop when you worked there, and they wanted mm-hmm. a CAO cigar, what mm-hmm. might they call it? A cow. <laughs> So, you sell them on that? Mm -hmm. Here's your cow cigar. I'm just saying, there's a lot of ways, and we're scratching the surface right now.
0: Yeah, it seems like you've been diving deeper than the surface on this cow. No, no, no.
2: This isn't even depth. We can go far. We can go farther. (laughs) You could put a little cowbell on it, like an Ezra Zion style.
1: Oh,
0: God.
2: You could call it more cowbell. Cowbell I bet that would sell Just based on the stupid Name alone
1: That would So
2: <laughs> Let's not pretend There's not good Branding in here
0: Oh like yeah There's definitely Branded us. Yeah I <laughs> <laughs> could
2: even put a Branding mark On the fucking cigar How cool would that be yeah. Like Put your Your My Cigar Pack Logo Branded on there
0: I the I truly believe that this is going to happen. I think he's going to do it.
2: I don't think he is, but I sure had a lot of people DM him.
0: (laughs) No, I think he's going to do it, man. I really do. I hope he does. I think he is.
2: Uh, Just as a side note for everybody listening, if you have not sent a direct message to my cigar pack telling him to make a cow-themed cigar, you need to get on this.
0: Mm -hmm. Do it. I, got I, re- I remember when you brought it up to uh, Danny when he was at Roma. You know, the Cal Magnon. That yeah. was the best.
2: He didn't go for it.
0: Where's uh, he no. now? Just
2: saying. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> I don't think that was his call. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs>
2: Causation and correlation. Who knows? Who
0: knows? The Sultan's curse. Did him yeah, D- man.
1: <sighs> Could just be the cow cigar
2: I'm just saying There's no reason Somebody hasn't made A cow cigar by now
0: <clears throat> Yeah I mean Andalusian bull Would be the closest I think
2: And here, here's one more thing I want you to think about uh, My cigar pack Alex if that's your real name um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. It is his real name.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that's really- <laughs>
2: uh, it, did you see how many people sent DMs for this stupid thing? Right? And did you see who those people were? There's all kinds of different people in there. There are people who influence people who sent you DMs about my cow cigar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This thing's going to sell itself. Oh, it absolutely would. Shit, I'd buy some. Yeah. yeah. Look at that you sold at least like 5 just now mm-hmm.
2: how could it go wrong
1: yeah how would you uh, what would you, your packaging be cow
2: it's an interesting question i think right now you can't go with the box right no just because it's not available mhm so i think you go with like a like a cow print paper mhm right and then you put whatever your Whatever your branding is for this particular cigar, you know, as a sticker across it, because that's the cheapest and easiest way to do it right now. That's not going to take an extra four months. hmm But I think you go easy, right? Or, I like or it, you know, you know what's a good way to, to send these out? Uh, there's these little, like humidification packs that people send out. You know those ones? Like, there's this one that's red and it says My Cigar Pack on it. You could send it in those. you could. Nice. You don't even need a box. Bundle.
1: Save some just money that them. way, too. Mm-hmm.
2: That's kind of one of my favorite things about these monthly clubs, right? Let's say... Let's say you have, I don't know, 500 subscribers. Just make up a number. I'm sure a lot have more and a lot have less. Uh, you're selling 500 of these cigars no matter what you do. Right? <laughs> Throw them in a pack. Money's made. Yes, sir. So however many subscribers you have we will sell that many cigars. Plus Moe's five. Mm-hmm. One number. Oh, Five bundles, look at that.
1: Bundles of five. Let's not get too crazy. (laughs) Bundles of five is a good number.
2: (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know how you could pass this by. This is a brilliant idea.
0: I'm sure he could find a way. Take advantage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, somebody else is going to do it. I'll have somebody else do it. Mr. Alex, and uh, and you'll be
0: sad you didn't. I keep telling you that we could do it, Cal. That's true. That's true. Subbrand it from patina. Hmm. No, man, you just come down to Nika and well, that got expensive. Uh, do it well. <laughs>
2: Nobody has uh, cow print cigars sitting around in a warehouse that I can lost and found. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real problem here. Alex doesn't do that, but other clubs probably do. So I'll just buy a bunch of stuff off of a warehouse that has uh, a wrapper and a binder that are different. Mm-hmm. Right? Different shades and cut out the wrapper. <laughs> hmm
0: There you go. Anyway. I like it, Cal. That's the,
2: that's the sales. But again, if you have not sent him a direct message to her right now... And if he's not capitalizing off all those direct messages <laughs> by building relationships with all these people that are sending him stupid messages... Then he's a fool. I think he's going to
1: do it. Do yeah. it.
2: Get her done.
0: It's like guerrilla marketing, but, you know, cowrilla. Yeah. Yeah. Cowrilla. Maybe that's the name of this cigar. Cowrilla. Cowrilla. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty stupid. Well, <laughs> I mean,
2: that's right with it. <laughs> Lost and cowed. Lost <laughs> <laughs> <Thank God>. uh, <laughs> Big moolah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we'll come up with something. Uh, what else you guys
1: got? Uh... Yeah.
0: I don't have anything else. I'm trying to think. Um, Nothing's really, I don't know. I mean, at least in the world of cigars, things are, uh, so Saturday, I did a Zoom uh, session with uh, Black Lion Luxuries, uh, which is, uh, so they have a, brick and mortar in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania called Beer and Cigars, but Blackline is their like online site and uh, Cigar of the Month Club. So Patina was a part of the uh, Cigar of the Month Club. So they gave me the opportunity to, you know, people that were part of the club joined the Zoom and stuff like that. That was really cool. And, uh, you know, if anyone's looking for a cool Cigar of the Month Club, it's like 30 bucks and the month that I was in, I mean, there there was a twenty-dollar Placencia, the Olma Fuerte, which is twenty bucks by itself. The Patina Habano bronze is twelve, so that's like thirty-two right there. Um, you know, they threw in an Adventura uh, EP Carrillo, and a Black Starline cigars damn all five of those cigars for 30 bucks yeah
2: it's like theft that's great yeah that's
0: a good deal man it's cool very cool Fell off
2: the truck cigar club that's crazy yeah
0: yeah maybe they'll make a cow cigar so, for me then yeah mm-hmm. there, i mean there's just so many i mean you know you really i this is the best time to be a cigar consumer ever I mean, unless you like Cubans, but other than that, it's fantastic. Yep,
1: is it though?
0: Um, I think so, man. I think with the amount of well, first of all, smoking cigars is more affordable, I think, than ever. Yeah, um, maybe if you
2: if you say all these things, but like rewind a year, <laughs> maybe you're even more right. What do you mean? prices are going up yes and there's more kind of crap on the market too but if you go back a year
0: sure prices were low and you had good stuff yes but i mean even like stuff like small bass cigar of the month uh the the black line my cigar pack i mean these are you're you're gonna get really good cigars for a decent price if you're not an everyday smoker And you know, five cigars, six cigars is what you smoke in a month or something like that. Like, how could you beat that? Yep. You know what I mean?
2: I've seen all those clubs step up their game. I agree with you. Like, uh, Luxury Cigar Mm -hmm. Club is a good example. When
0: Mm -hmm. those guys
2: came out, I was like,
0: eh, whatever. But now I'm like Mm -hmm. looking at those boxes and you're like, that's pretty good now. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they have different tiers. uh, You know, depending on how much you want to spend, just like small batch does yeah but for sure. i i mean if you're let me okay let me if you're just getting into cigars there is countless ways to get into the hobby
1: mm-hmm.
2: yep
0: more information
2: I mean, available for free than ever
0: yep yep
2: more more misinformation available for free than ever too. yeah that yeah. too
0: yeah exactly um so, I don't know. I think it's it's now all those things that make it great for that makes it harder for guys like me. Um, but uh, the hope is that you know people trickle and they want to try different things and and stuff like that. So yeah. <clears throat> oh man, it's good.
1: I think if there was uh I'm sure you got something else. Yeah, probably, but just tell him we're done and he'll come up with four things. Smoke yeah. like a Sultan.
0: Yes, yep, smoke like a sultan.
1: Smoke Man Ink. Yeah.
0: Gonna be out in Nashville this week. You are? So, anybody's out that way. Yep. Wednesday. Uh, you know, just a little cut and light at the humidor in Murfreesboro. Uh, Thursday. I believe it's Smoky Cigar. And I forgot what town that's in. And then I believe Friday is at Smokers Abbey. In, oh, nice. In Nashville. So. They're they have excited. a Nashville too? That's the original one.
2: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Very nice. Nashville's in a anybody, good Oh, yeah. And anybody who knows um, Smokers Abbey, they're like, you know, just very boutique centric or all boutique centric uh and really do a nice job and they were one of my first customers still with me um and we've you know uh they have two locations now in nashville is my understanding so holy cow they're growing yeah pretty crazy um good for them yeah man for sure so it's it's good man we're i'm excited that that's an That's a cigar market that is not talked about enough. It's kind of like a hidden gem. Like that Nashville cigar market is getting pretty fucking big. It's kind of like, you know, like a smaller version of Arizona. Well, Nashville just keeps growing too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You want to get your country music on?
0: Uh, No. Nope. Okay. Come on, Mo. No, but I do look forward to getting some authentic Nashville hot chicken.
2: There you go. Have you, no, here's, here's a real question though. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding about this. Have you been to the the country music hall of fame and museum in Nashville?
0: No, I mean, it's legit
2: worth the trip. I did not like it. I did not like country music. And then I went there and I got respect for it.
0: Listen, I can understand all that. I don't dislike country. I mean, when I worked in the ag industry, that's all everybody listened to. Um, so, I'm not, it's not, it's just that you don't have time. I oh, mean, sure, sure. You know, it's three days. I have, I think, 12 or 14 shops scheduled to see plus Jesus. the events, you know? So, you just, yeah, man, you're on the run. Like, unfortunately, you don't really get to experience the places you go to unless you take an just, extra day or something like that. Just the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going from shop to shop. So, but here's a question for you guys. And there I know e- each is. of you. And, you know, and the reason this, this came <laughs> up is because somebody had asked me uh, about a cigar shop in Chicago. And, and I said, I don't necessarily like going to that particular one because the parking situation. So, like, have you guys ever gone to a shop or wanted to go to a shop? And the parking situation sucks, so you don't go there. Yes, absolutely.
1: Every weekend. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the, I, I will go almost nowhere if I can't park near it. Yep. that's my my thing. Assuming I'm not yeah. walking or taking a cab or whatever, you know, some some. Right. Way to get there. Right. But no, I'm not fucking with parking. Even if it's hard to park there, I don't want to fucking go.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Make it easy.
0: It works well, fine you have if it. you don't
2: actually care about people and seeing people in crowds and things, right?
0: Well, I mean, for all of you aspiring uh, cigar shop future cigar shop owners, that's another factor to consider when selecting a spot.
1: You'll attract a certain crowd, that's for sure. But you'll if you di- can't park. Yeah. But you'll discourage others.
0: Well who would you attract?
1: Uh I think like a younger crowd and I, I think of like downtown and stuff where the parking ship mm-hmm. uh a younger crowd that's gonna go to Dinner in a club and a cigar—it's not going to be. People do that. Mm, yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean we
2: have we have a similar kind of thing, right? A lot of college kids or whatever.
1: Or you're yeah you're gonna get the ones wandering in for a drink and a cigar or.
0: Not bad. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it <just laughs> definitely ended. Or they're what?
1: Nothing. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I think I don't know. You're not gonna get people that wanna come and like hang out and spend a lot of money.
2: <laughs> you want that guy that's gonna drive in uh-huh. a couple times a week, buy mm-hmm. a shit ton and leave.
0: That was Drew at classic when I first met him. Yeah. it was that's what you want. And then the parking got shitty.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: So like you don't want to go out for a whole fun night and then realize you can't park anywhere near the damn place. Like Your, mm-hmm. whole, your whole night's ruined. Yes. <laughs> Especially if you're driving from anywhere, right? Cause that's kind of my yeah. thing is it's not a short trip to most places.
1: That's the whole reason right. I don't go down there anymore.
2: You like burn half an hour or something. And then you're like, cool. That was fun.
1: What well, I'm not walking fucking five blocks to... From my parking spot This <laughs> America. America li- No I literally have Already been down there and been like Let's swing by and have a cigar cool Roll up there's no fucking parking Even close in like three or four blocks And I'm like fuck it go home Yeah
0: <laughs> not doing this I can't this.
2: wait for, for our buddy Andre to listen to this over in Sweden And just be like what
0: the fuck is wrong With these people <laughs> <laughs> A lot Okay, all right. So, with that same mindset, how long does a restaurant drive through have to be for you to say, fuck this?
1: It's not the length. It's if it's moving. It's if it's moving. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. (laughs) If it's Chick fil A, you'll you'll be in and out in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. If it's uh, fucking Whataburger, there'll be two cars in there and you'll be there 30 minutes. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's the
2: same as a sit-down restaurant. If I go in and there's a weight of any kind,
0: I probably want to leave.
1: Okay. But it depends on how hungry I am.
0: Yeah, right. and what if it's like, what, okay, so what trumps, let's say you're really in the mood for that Culver's burger, right?
2: It's or, fast food.
0: Well, That's not going to you take You've got that a long. craving for it. Yeah, but, yeah. And there's, and there's like a line. I yeah. Mean, is there a point yeah. where you say, even though I really feel like having this, fuck it? I am just drive to another Culver's.
1: I think the other part <laughs> of that the other part of that cal, uh, calculation is going to be: is it worth the wait? Yes, no. If it's not worth the wait, what's the next closest place that is going to yep. be just as good? Right. that I can still get in a timely manner because if I mm-hmm. if I just wait here the 20 minutes I could probably have food versus driving over there and getting food in 25 minutes
0: <laughs> right yeah all fair points
1: it's all by the situation
0: yep mm-hmm.
2: yep yeah. yeah. I've only had one time where I went to a Culver's and I, it was too long to wait and that's because mm-hmm. the The line was backed up into the road, into traffic.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Damn. It just didn't seem safe.
0: Yeah. You'd see that at Popeye's when those sandwiches first dropped. Yeah. And that's a perfect example for me because no matter how bad I wanted to try it, i to wait months just to try it because I refused to do that. And that was just in one line. Mm Mm-hmm. Months.
1: Sitting in line No, but I
0: mean <laughs> Fucking cow No,
1: waiting months for a uh, sandwich Cocksuckers Was it worthless? <laughs> the employees all go home and he's just like Not fucking moving Not losing my spot
0: Well, yeah. I mean, shit, Popeye's service sucks to begin with Let alone when people actually want it
2: Yeah, sure does <laughs> It's part of its charm Yeah Uh, It's like those restaurants you go to where the servers make fun of people and are just jackasses. uh,
0: It's part of the experience. Uh, Okay, so that's... Are those even still... Are those even still around? I know there used to be a couple in in Chicago. I think they closed. I mean, could you even get away with a restaurant like that now? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There was one in Dallas, I, I know.
0: Yeah. So I have to... Throw um. Let's see We talked about
1: Oh you're you're gonna leave that alone I was gonna say just fucking go to any normal restaurant now Yeah (laughs) That's how the service (laughs)
0: is
1: (laughs) Those restaurants don't have anything Sometimes I
0: don't fucking blame them I mean some of (laughs) these people I, I agree So fucking entitled Like I. I Yeah there's no way I could be a server I'd kill somebody Yep yeah, I agree. I ain't anything done with the public, um, but I'm I'm starting to think that. So I have like this shit list or like whatever. I think Tesla drivers are now on it. I don't know what it is about having a Tesla, but it like causes you to drive like a fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> Maybe they're driving themselves. They got that self-driving. Oh god, yeah.
1: Maybe they should have that on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, it doesn't work 100% yet. Yeah. No, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I see them laugh. It's fucking terrible. Because people have died.
1: <sighs>
0: um, yeah. That's all I got, boys.
1: Well, next week, then.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Sounds good. Fizzle, we expect a new record by then. Mm-hmm. Congratulations.
1: Mm-hmm. Congrats, man. You guys have a good one. You too. Say it. Cheers. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sultans of smoke at com If you got any questions comments for the show, and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.